welcome to Estradal Illusions. Uh, this is going to be a short episode. I really want to just unpack some stuff because I've been having, I've been seeing a lot of thoughts about the upcoming uh, International Transgender Day of Visibility. Uh, I've tweeted about it, a tweet that got some traction saying that I wanted to see it replace Transgender Day of Visibility replaced with uh, Day of Hiring a Trans Person. I've seen other tweets that have said variations of like, how about Transgender Day of Taking You Rest? Long story short, I've seen a lot of people, I'm not going to pretend to speak for all trans people, I'm not going to pretend to say I have something resembling a consensus, there are millions and millions and millions of trans people across the world, anybody who tries to talk to you about a consensus, basically that often means it's just, you know, there are a couple dozen or so mutual followers on, on Twitter who are feeling the same thing. That could uh, represent a, a portion of, a, of the trans population, but uh, I really would hesitate against set, making statements that seems like you're speaking for the transgender community. I am speaking for myself. I am speaking for... Uh, I, I've seen variations of, of what I'm going to say, so I know I'm not totally alone, but uh, it's, it's not my place to speak for the community. But I, I, I personally am of the belief that Transgender Day of Visibility, as it stands, as a day, if if the goal of Transgender Day of Visibility is to raise awareness of transgender people, I gotta say, like, I'm, I, I really think it's outlived its usefulness. And it's not just because I've been out for a while and because I don't personally need it. I don't think the day, as it stands, is as valuable as it could be. I don't think visibility is enough. And I don't think that we as a community are well-served by asking to be seen anymore. We are seen. There are trans people all over. What we need is equity. And that's something that we talk about on this show a lot. Equity. It's not enough to be seen. You can post a selfie of yourself and get hundreds, if not thousands, of retweets. The jury's kind of out if that's going to actually be on like a, a morale boost or something. I, what is that worth? I don't know. It's a fair question. And you know what? If you're somebody who likes that kind of stuff, you know, disregard all of this. You don't have to listen to me. <laughs> but I'm just I'm I'm thinking about where the country is on trans rights right now, and where we're at is one of the two major political parties in this country is making transphobia one of its major major rallying points. We have, as of two weeks ago, so this is probably outdated, but as of two weeks ago. 2021 was already the record of the most anti-trans legislation introduced in, uh, this would be, these would be, uh, the state legislatures. There have been 82 so far, as of the middle of March, and that's, uh, data from the, uh, Human Rights Campaign. There have been at least 82 anti-trans bills, and what's, what's even more concerning is a lot of these are getting passed. We have, uh, bills in... Uh, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Arkansas that are all targeting uh, transgender uh, youth participation in sports. And some of them are even going so far as to criminalize trans care, not only for uh, trans youth, but they're going after they're going after all of us. it's It's a scary time to be trans in a lot of this country. And it's mostly because the Republicans don't have anything else to run on. they're They're honestly, nobody, nobody would would. <laughs> You can't find a, any Republicans really talking about women's sports a few years ago and, and the disparities of uh, uh, men's facilities versus women's facilities in, in college sports, uh, Title IX, 
all sorts of stuff. You wouldn't, you could not find more than a handful uh, nationwide of, of all these state legislatures and everything of people who gave a shit about women's sports a few years ago. But now that they can peddle transphobia, here we're at. This is, this is what we have to uh, deal with. We have to deal with a lot of uh, nonsense because the, the party that used to talk about small government and, and lower taxes, they want to talk about, they want to revisit an absolute stinker from 2016, which is the anti-trans bathroom bills. It's back, and they're trying to go after trans kids. If you've listened to the show for a long time, you know that I, uh, I have a lot of experience with trans kids. Uh, dealing with their, their families, and uh, it's it's a very sensitive issue because I know the pain that these people go through, not not because of their kids' transition. These these kids, you, you see all the time how transition has, has really benefited these kids. No, what the, what, what the anxiety comes from is the world that these kids have to grow up in, which is filled with so much hate, and now we have, we have two, really only two political parties that matter in this country— and one of them has decided that in the year 2021, they can't run against gay marriage. They can't run against letting trans people go to the bathroom. So what are they going to do? They're going to try and come for our health care and our children's health care and our participation in sports, which is so fucking stupid. There's never been an Olympic athlete who is trans. And they have had trans-inclusive policies for 20 years now. And you know what? The Olympics is full of people who get paid by big... You know, they get big donors who finance them to throw a stick like the javelin. There's a reason you see so many Olympians, uh, American Olympians from track and field who went to Ivy League schools. They get these connections who bankroll their, their food and uh, food and boarding for a couple of years so they can train and do nothing else. Because guess what? Professional javelin is not a real thing. You can't, that's, it's not something you can make a career out of. If if there was this all-powerful trans lobby looking to take over sports, wouldn't you think we could scratch, you know, scratch together some money to <laughs> sponsor an athlete, a trans athlete, to make the Olympics? It's not. I don't want to say I don't want to diminish the the how hard it is to become an Olympian. But if you have somebody willing to, if you're if you're good at a sport and you have somebody willing to bankroll your training, it's not like it's pretty doable. And yet, no trans person has ever competed in the Olympics, let alone medals. Uh, we don't see this in the NCAA, which has uh, requires um, trans women who are competing in sports to have been on hormones for a year. We don't. We this this whole this whole invasion into women's sports thing is is nonsense, and it's debunkable nonsense. And yet we have a major political party who is running on it, and that's a scary. These bills are getting passed. It's not just that they're getting introduced because there are anti-trans bills that get introduced to a state legislature and then they die, like plenty of other bills. This stuff happens all the time, and yet now, the scary thing is, it's getting passed. And what does that have to do with transgender visibility? When you wake up as a trans person in America, every day is uh, filled with negative headlines that... You know, you have to develop a thick skin, because if you don't, you're not going to get anything done all day, because it's really, really depressing to be trans right now. And to think about how many, I live in California, a state that doesn't really have to deal with this stuff. Imagine growing, waking up in Arkansas and knowing that your uh, elected officials that this is what they're spending their day on. They're not spending. They're not spending their day trying to make their uh, constituents' lives better. No, they're trying to spend their day targeting trans people, and and they're succeeding. And we're not seeing companies uh, rally around. Uh, you know, when North Carolina passed their bill in 2016 the idiotic bathroom bill 
North Carolina lost a lot of money, and I know I've talked about this example. I've written about it in the Transgender Manifesto, but Pat McCrory, who was the governor who was up for re-election, Republican governor in North Carolina, he got in so much shit for this one issue that split split ticket voting uh, on a on a, in, in elections, particularly uh, presidential elections, it's very rare to get somebody who will vote. Democrat on one person for like senator or congressman or governor and then vote you know the other party for for the rest of their ticket people tend to vote either all Republican or all Democrat so Pat McCrory who's a Republican loses re-election North Carolina elects a Democratic president and yet that same year 2016 Richard Burr and Donald Trump uh for senator and president uh win the state Pat McCrory loses that's what a stinker transphobia is and for a while, it seemed like the Republican Party had gotten the message on that. But they haven't. They're back. And because what else are they going to do? They're back. And <laughs> this is what we wake up to every fucking day. If you're tuned in to this stuff, it's very, it's gut-wrenching. You learn to compartmentalize this stuff. But honestly, at, uh, to a certain point, you can't compartmentalize it because it's just that bad. It affects you. You know, and it... it I'm very thick. I'm a th- I'm a film critic. I get tons of abuse, and it doesn't it doesn't bother me because uh, I have a nice, stable home life. I have a loving partner. I have a loving family. I don't give a shit what people say online. But this, it's hard not to give a shit. A little kid. There are kids out there and their parents who didn't sleep last night because they're afraid of what they they have to move. It's in a pandemic. What are they gonna? No, not everybody can just pack up and move to California like I did. And these people in these states have to deal with this crap. And when I think about Transgender Day of Visibility, I think about how, especially in the Trump years, we, you know, people would take that bump that day to say, like, I'm here, you won't, hashtag won't be erased, I'm not going away. Uh, they'll do that, they'll do that on, on Wednesday when, when Transgender Day of Visibility is... And that the, this this episode was recorded and released on March 29th. I know there's a lot of people who will go back and listen to this months later. I think there's probably some value in in talking about whether or not transgender day of visibility is how how important is it to be seen? We know that trans people exist. The Republican Party is consumed with trans people. No, there is there's very few people on this planet who are now. I mean, I'm at, you know, you can probably go find some rural town. You can find some old 80-year-old people who, who don't really know what transgender means. But in terms of the national broader conversation, everybody knows that trans people exist. Visibility, you know, tweeting trans women or women or posting a selfie of yourself, that can get hundreds or thousands of retweets and likes. And uh, for people's self-esteem, that's that's a wonderful thing. For the trans community at large, you know, what does a retweet of uh, the phrase trans women are women really, what does that do to improve our lives? Is there somebody who's against trans people who sees that and says, you know what? <clears throat> trans women are women. This tweet has changed my mind. We see th- we see that uh, there have been a couple uh, Republican politicians who have been caught looking at trans porn. Trans porn is very popular. I found a study in... Uh, when I was doing the Transgender Manifesto a few years ago, they placed it as the number four overall category. And I, I don't need to get into all the other categories. We don't need to 
spend uh, time on that topic, but there are people who like looking at trans women who don't like trans rights. What do we do about those people? I don't know. We shame them. Or we get companies to pull out of the states that, that cause these laws. So, Transgender Day of Visibility maybe needs to evolve into something like Transgender Day of Action. But... I think that's probably a better way to go than just visibility. Visibility is a surface-level thing. Hack, you know, uh, slacktivism, they call it. Hashtag activism. You tweet about something, you feel good, and then you think you have done something. That doesn't really bring about change. In it's, it's a selfie of yourself, I, I gotta say. I, I don't post a lot of selfies, so... It's not... I don't like putting on makeup. If you really like putting on makeup and posting selfies... That can be great for your self-esteem. A selfie of yourself is not activism. I'm sorry. It's not. I think we can all kind of agree on that. It, it, we don't have to call it vanity. I know what it's like to uh, go through hormone surgery, all Botox. I've had a lot of stuff done. I'm, I, I look in the mirror and I'm pleased with what I see. I don't think showing my face is going to help change the world. <laughs> it's okay. We don't need. We don't need more visibility. I'm sorry. We don't. We need equity. It's not enough that a newspaper like the New York Times is covering these this anti-trans stuff. What we need is an editor who is trans at the New York Times, you know, covering these stories in the day-to-day. It's very, very hard to find trans people who are uh, full-time journalists at at, at publications. Uh, most of us are the independent or or freelance. Companies will partner with uh, trans activists or uh, trans public figures on days like this. They will get to do that, and they will. Uh, the day will pass, and then uh, everybody will go about their separate ways. What was really helped by any of this? Uh, it's a fair question. And above all else, when it comes to Transgender Day of Visibility, and this is really what what. I don't want to say angers me. I'm not angry that Transgender Day of Visibility exists. I'm angry that, that it's been 12 years since this became a thing, Transgender Day of Visibility. Longer than I've been out. I've been out for uh, about half that time. I want a world where we as a people are asking for more than to be seen. I don't need to be seen anymore. My website gets well over a million impressions a month. That's really good in terms of independent uh, journalism, independent film criticism. Uh, this podcast has been a top 100 Apple uh, podcast in over 40 countries for TV and film, and you can help us more by leaving a five-star review. A little plug right there. I don't have a visibility problem. People know who I am. What would be great is if, you know, a nice <laughs> publication was like, gee, Ian, we really like your work. Let's Here's a nice editor position. You know what? Media is an issue storm. I'm not... This isn't really about me. This is about... What do we want this day to mean? And this is different. Transgender Day of Remembrance, which happens in uh, November. That's Honor of the Fallen. That that's, uh, that's, uh, that should be kept sacred. And uh, that, that regardless of what happens with our community and, and uh, you know, people being pers- persecuted for being trans and murdered for being trans and all of that... Uh, I hope we, we, you know, even if that rate goes down, we really need to keep Transgender Day of Remembrance to not forget the people who came before us and to honor their memory and their activism and all of that. That's important. Visibility, though. 
Visibility. This is a podcast, too. You can hear me. You can't see me. I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt, and I'm sitting in an office with my hairs all over the place. You didn't need to, like, what, what would really change if you saw me? Would you, would, would everything be, <laughs> would everything be better? Would, would trans rights, would trans rights, would the Republican Party give up on trans rights, or fighting trans rights if, if they saw more trans people? No. They're doing it because they think it has capital. Political capital. And the way to solve that is not with visibility. The way to solve that is with action. To have a company say, you know what? You know what could solve every one of these bills? If Jeff Bezos, who I hate, who a lot of us hate, who is uh, ruining uh, our economy in a lot of ways with his greed and he abuses workers, horrible person. Hopefully you're not listening to this podcast on Amazon. But you know what? They don't even, like, they don't listen to the episode description or anything. Like, we get a lot of hits from Amazon. They have such a poor, uh, their interface. They just list the episode. It's like, here, click this. No picture. We, we, we do a lot of work to make it pretty. Don't listen. Listen to this on a different provider. And you know what? They're all awful capitalists. But you know what? Jeff Bezos could uh, fix a lot of problems. If Jeff Bezos put out a statement tomorrow saying, Amazon will not do business in any state that passes anti-trans legislation, the three states, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi, would repeal them tomorrow, the following day. Capitalism, as evil as it is, could solve the problem of the Republican Party going after trans people. It could solve it in a few hours with a couple statements from CEOs around the world. They could say, if you pass these bills, we will no longer do business with you. And you know what? They have done that with uh, anti-abortion bills. They did it with the transgender bathroom bill. They uh, they have done that in the past. They need to do it in the future. That's what we need. We need to leverage capitalism for the proletariat's own uh, benefit. And it won't be a long-term benefit, but a short-term benefit would be nice. I don't want to just sit here and rail against some... You know what? Transgender visibility does bring make some people happy. I know some people who are looking forward to Transgender Day of Visibility. Their first Transgender Day of Visibility out. And that's fine. It's great that this day means something to some people. I don't mean to, you know, take a big jump on that. But what I, what I do mean... This is something I see a lot in uh, transgender discourse, particularly on Twitter, but also you can see in, like, Tumblr... It's something that lends itself to very cyclical patterns because people like come out and they're at various stages, starting HRT, all of that. So the broader kind of discussion, as sort of complicated as a, a notion that that is, it tends to you know stick to the same. It, it, it you know it rinse washes and repeats itself because people are more and more people are joining the discussion who are at levels that other people were before this is the you know and and this is a experience that that is kind of unique to being trans because you know when you're gay you know there's not stuff like HRT name changes all of that you've got to figure out bodily changes all of that it's you know it's going on dating I mean there's there's you could find uh, aspects of gay dating culture that has some sort of cyclical patterns, but with trans, it's 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 a lot more complex and dense and all of that. So, kind of the beauty about you know trans day of visibility is visibility is something that no matter what stage of being trans, you're able to kind of participate on a broader level. Like for like transgender day of of hormone replacement therapy would would be exclusionary by its nature to uh, non-binary people who who don't medical uh don't medically transition uh plenty do but um 
there's plenty of binary trans people who don't medically transition. Uh, that's something that would not be inclusive. However, Transgender Day of Action, that's inclusive. You, every, No matter where you are, you can still be in the closet. You can help raise awareness of how awful things are uh, in a lot of these states in the country. And you know what? There's plenty of issues globally. The UK's a hot mess. Uh, uh, we've seen some of these issues in Scotland, Ireland, uh, Hungary, Norway, plenty of countries are fighting, uh, this stuff, Australia, New Zealand, not just, you know, Commonwealth countries. Canada doesn't seem to have these problems. Uh, Canada does have, uh, Turf Writers, a feminist current publication. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a mess out there, but, but we need to think about we need to think about what we want from allies, and I think visibility is uh, the low-hanging fruit. It's not enough to be seen anymore. I don't need to repeat myself. I don't want to sound like I'm whining, but I mean, come on. I have muted the phrase. I really don't like seeing trans, trans women or women tweeted because it gets a lot of retweets, and it makes somebody like me who tries to work on... I'm not very good at Twitter. I'm not... I sound annoyed about it. The truth is, it's kind of a good thing because I spend less time on Twitter as a result. It irks me when something like trans women are women just gets all these retweets because it's like, what the fuck? What? No shit. No shit. We know this. Stop. We do... Who... Are we doing good by just saying this thing? The... I see anti-trans people saying, like, this is their mantra that they chant. And you know, if it angers the uh, gender crits, the uh, turfs, if it angers them, uh, maybe it's a good thing. But it does kind of sound like a mantra. Like, give me a fucking break. I, I, I don't care. I go around as a binary, uh, transsexual woman, uh, irreversible. I will always, no matter what, I, 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 I can detransition. I'll, I'll always bear the markings of somebody who's had a lot. This stuff's irreversible. I am very comfortable in my femininity as Ian Thomas Mullen. I don't need trans women or women. I don't think a lot of people... You need to... I don't know. Why, why do we parrot this stuff? Anyway, I think we're uh, going in circles. Visibility is not enough, people. Ask for more. Ask for more. Expect more out of this world. We're not going to... We're not going to change the world with selfies. We're... <laughs> Do, do I and you know what do I really have like a great idea of how to change the world and stuff I don't know you could say this podcast is not gonna change the world you know what rethink whether transgender day of visibility is is useful in its current form I think it's not I, I plan to boycott transgender day of visibility I'm posting this now I'm not going to post it I'm not gonna post I'm doing all social media off on Wednesday not posting about that I don't care Except I do care because I've been ranting about it for a while. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Uh, visibility is not going to solve a lot of it. We need action. We need people in power to give you shit and to help our uh, trans children, our trans uh, siblings who are in these states where these laws are coming. We need a lot of things. We do not need visibility anymore. We've had enough of visibility. You want to be visible? You Pete. Trans people are visible on Twitter 24-7. I see the same, like, before and after pictures of my mutuals all the fucking time. You know what? They like that. I'm not going to criticize them for that. It's great that they uh, feel so much better now. But you know what? We, we, they're visible. We, we, you are, they're seen. I see them. <laughs> That's good. We don't need a day for this. We, every other day is it. Let's, let's buckle down. I don't know. 
like I, I you guys all get what I'm saying. Anyway, if especially if you're listening this long, but that's all I have to say. You want to go enjoy transgender visibility? Go ahead. Thankfully, I am not the arbiter of the world getting to choose this kind of stuff. You want to go have a great one? I wish you all the best, but I, I, I just, I think this day has run its course, and I would like to see it end. Kylo Ren said, you know, let the past die, kill it if you have to. I, I really want transgender day visibility to end. I'm sick of it. Anyway. <laughs> Not sick of you, the audience. I love you. Please, uh... Give my podcast a uh, review on Apple or wherever. In fact, if you don't listen to Apple, go to Apple and do it. <laughs> Reviews are uh, help help our visibility. <laughs> visibility. I yeah yeah. Sick of that phrase. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time with something way more positive than a uh, anti anti visibility. I'm not anti visibility. I am anti dedicating a day to it. Anyway, thank you. Roll credits.